0: curl, I got a jerry curl, 13 and I got a relaxing, I was the source of so much laughter, In 15 when it all broke off, 18 and I went on natural, February 2002 I went on and did what I had to do, because it was time to change my life. Welcome everyone to the Kinky Hair Culture Podcast, where we interview the people behind the chin and the people that make your natural hair products. I'm your host, Candace. We have a very special guest today, a trichologist. Please introduce yourself.
1: Hi, Candice. Thanks for having me. I'm Barina Johnson, and I am the founder of the Hair Scalp Treatment Center. We're the first hair hospital um, in Martinez, Georgia. And I'm also founder of um, the Trichology School of Business, where we give beauty professionals diplomas in trichology.
0: Okay, okay. I'd like to take it a little bit back. What made you decide to do here or as study here? If you didn't do here, or at least study here, what made you decide to do that?
1: I got into this realm of um, the beauty in- industry because I had a sister that... Um, end up losing her hair from breast cancer. Oh, yeah. And um, she was diagnosed with breast cancer at an early age, at the age of 31. Um, and she lost all of her hair. And I saw the emotional toll that it took on her. Um, you know, she would buy wig after wig, none of them ever fitting properly. And seeing her go through that devastated me. And it's not until after she passed away, she passed away 18 months after her diagnosis, Wow. And I think it impacted me probably be- more than it impacted her because at the time I was a, a stylist, and I didn't know, you know, what I could do to actually help her. Mm-hmm. And so shortly after she she passed away, I um, I discovered trichology, and I took a couple of classes. And after I finished my master's, I was like, you know what? I don't want to go into corporate America. This is what. You know, this is what I, I wanted to do because I had a background, um, a medical background, you know, as well. So with my experience, you know, in the hair industry and having that medical background, it became a win-win. And so when I help women, you know, recover their hair from hair loss, I really feel like, you know, I couldn't help my sister, but I, um, I sympathize with the women when they're going through hair loss and I'm, you know, I'm able to help them that way.
0: Okay, you said you had a little experience in the medical field. Right. Can you explain to us about that?
1: Well, I um I had been behind the chair several years. I had gone through a divorce, and I ended up closing down my um a business I had for several years. And I I went back to school, and actually I went back to school. To be honest, I went back to school back then. You you could get grants that you didn't have to pay back. And I went back to school because I needed. You know, I went through a divorce, and I needed money. Mm-hmm. And when I went back to school, you know, God turned something, you know, that was supposed to be for my, you know, for my bad, he turned it for my good. And that, you know, going back to school led into an associate degree and, you know, led into a master's degree. But I, I started off with a, with a nursing track. And, you know, after seeing my sister go through the cancer, I, I, I knew that I, I, I didn't want to do that because I got so attached, you know, I saw what she went through. And so, um... I discovered another career which is health information that was allowed me to work in the medical field but i wouldn't actually have to you know be hands-on when i with patients and so i uh, ended up you know going to the uh, medical college of georgia graduating from there and then you know pursuing my master's thinking i'm going to go into you know corporate america but god had other plans for me and I ended
0: up going into a Okay. So when you decide to study into this field, right? A
1: lot of people are
0: afraid <laughs> to like really dive into everything. There is know about hair because they think that it's just, no, I just made this a couple of dollars. I'm gonna focus on this and stuff. But I don't want to go further into this career. What advice do you give someone that wants to make it further into this career
1: of the beauty world,
0: dealing with hair? I feel like
1: the era that we're in right now is that we're transitioning to where, I don't know any stylist that hasn't dealt with hair loss at some point in their career. And it's a tool that even if you did not want to go into the full trichology, it's a skill set that you need to know as a professional, because what's going to end up happening is that you're going to start, you know, seeing a shift, and you're already seeing a shift where people are, are going looking for places for people, you know, that can help them help them in this area. And if you're not skilled in this, you're going to be you're going to begin to lose clients, because that's what every that's where everything is shifting to, you know, um, they're they're going back to going back to the professionalism of the industry. And this is just a skill set that no matter where you are in the, um, the industry, you could benefit from it. Okay.
0: Can you explain the significance of a proper scalp analysis and understanding hair hair health?
1: Well, it's important to actually be able to understand, a. um, what goes on in a scalp analysis because if you if you don't understand what goes on in a scalp analysis you're not going to be able to you know uncover what's going on with that person's hair you're going to end up you know guessing you're going to end up depending on products when we know that products is not the answer so if you know the prop um the proper protocol for a scalp analysis you'll be able to you know, maybe if you're not able to help the client, you'll be able to identify some things that you're seeing behind the chair if you had the proper tool and the proper training for a staff analysis. Because all of that's going to lead back um, to the, to the client's health when it's all over with. So just knowing, you know, having those tools in your toolbox will be beneficial to you Even if you don't, you know, if if that's not something that you want to do, just being able to identify um, and, you know, help that client get the proper help that they need.
0: Okay. How do nutrition plays a part in natural hair, growing
1: it? Nutrition plays, I would say, probably 80 to 85% of what's going on with people in regards to hair loss. Um, the reason is because many times, you know, there's, there's only, there's two ways that hair can grow hair grows Mm -hmm. through nutrition from the food we eat, or it grows from any type of supplementation. It's not, you know, it's not based on a product product doesn't grow hair. If it did, you know, they wouldn't be able to, you know, keep it on the market. So if you don't have proper nutrition, that means that that hair is going to be at a deficit. And it's, and it's really hard for, you know, us to, especially in America to have proper nutrition because, you know, we're so busy. So we're going through fast food restaurants
0: and, -hmm. you know, we're
1: having, you know, we're eating all these, you know, fast foods and there's no, you know, nutrition in fast foods. So we're not getting the enzymes and we're not getting the fruits and vegetables and everything we need. And that leaves the hair, you know, at a, at a deficit. And I would say that's, That's the number one thing that, you know, we deal with in my hair loss clinic that we see is that, you know, people are not getting proper nutrition and there's so many health issues, underlying health issues that is um, actually leading to the hair loss.
0: Okay. So in your clinic, do you give um, any like courses? Like this is the stuff that you need to talk to, to your clients about what to eat, how to eat, like a, basically a dietary plan,
1: a little, a, a guide. Absolutely, we educate. That's part of our treatment protocol. Educating, um, we actually have a an, I have a nurse on my team who's a health and wellness expert, and everything that we do, we teach. You know, while we're healing that hair, because we want them to have long term results. You know, we address the whole person. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not. And I tell people all the time, it's not the one thing that we do that actually regrows our clients' hair it's the the, it's we use kind of like a a multi-therapeutic approach meaning that it's a combination of things that we do in order to grow a person's hair so yes we we educate that's the number one thing that we do
0: okay i know i want to go back a little bit you said hair products hair products doesn't help grow hair what do you mean by that because most people think that just the products Mm -hmm. itself is going to make motivate your hair to grow and stuff you don't need to do anything else
1: right and so hair products have don't get me wrong hair products have a purpose but the purpose of hair products is not to grow hair most people don't realize once the hair starts to protrude out of the scalp the hair that you can touch and feel that hair is no longer living um that's the dead hair and so that hair has to be nourished because we're, nursing, we're nourishing the inside, you know, because the inside is connected to our um, our capillaries and our veins. And that leads, you know, to our blood supply. Mm-hmm. So the way to feed that hair, like I said before, was in the nutrition and the supplementation. That's the living hair. But the dead hair, the hair that we touch and feel that extends, you know, beyond the epidermis, uh, which is our scalp, that hair is fed by your, you know, your, your shampoos and your products. That's the purpose of the products is to maintain the dead hair, not to grow hair.
0: Okay. Okay. Look, a little knowledge. <laughs> I appreciate it. Cause mm-hmm. again, we always think that just hair products
1: itself, that's it. Yeah. It's, it's not, we it's need- not, it's not about a hair product. Um, a hair product is not going to do anything to um, to affect your blood supply, your your intake. You know, it's it's for that that um, the dead hair. And so, what happens is, you know, people end up being miseducated, um, and and they want a quick fix. So, you know, they get on this cycle of buying product after product,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and sometimes they blame the product. You know, that the product didn't do this and do that. But it's not it's not so much that it's the product. The product doesn't product doesn't grow your hair it's a purpose Um, it has a purpose but it's not to grow hair
0: thank you thank you
1: so we're gonna talk
0: about african-american people Um, a lot of days we realize is is that a lot of people lose hair losing their hair because of medication um, not protecting their hair properly like protective styles what advice do you give the old, new, and upcoming generation on how to take care of their hair? Because hair loss is the number one thing in the African American community. So we're constantly losing hair. And we like you said, a quick fix. Right. How can you fix this? Or help fix it?
1: I think it's going to start with um, us changing our mindset as to sometimes I feel that we want a hairstyle over health no matter what it cost mm-hmm you're right you're right it's gonna start with um, it's gonna start with us as a, a black community mm-hmm. you know we my, my mom used to say that we show people how to treat us mm-hmm. and I feel that, as African American women, and, and I'm not speaking for everyone, just, you know, the the ones that I've dealt with and the, the conversation that I've had with most women is that, you know, they put these stereotypes on us. You know, when you go to the medical community or you go to the dermatologist, it's a, you know, they have this idea that everybody's, you know, we're all getting braids, we're all getting relaxers, that, you know, it's your fault that, you know, we're experiencing this. and the reason that that a lot of them feel that way is because of uh, women will spend more money on a weave than they will trying to find out what's wrong with them when they have hair loss. Mm. You preaching right
0: now? You preaching right now? Go ahead. No, I'm serious. They'll buy
1: three and four hundred, five hundred dollars for weave, mm-hmm. but won't spend money to find out why I'm losing my hair. And so, you know, the medical community, they, they're seeing all of this. That's why we're being stereotyped because we are showing them, you know, we're showing them what's important to us. Is this everyone? No, it's not everyone. Mm-hmm. But that's why most people when they go, you know, we're, we're being stereotyped. You know, women are getting the wrong diagnosis because again, you know, if you're African-American, they think that, you know, everybody's relaxing. Everybody is, you know, wearing tight braids. Everybody's wearing weave. Everybody's not wearing that. Yeah. So, you know, there's a lot of hair loss that you can't. Of course, you know, there is some hair loss that is, um, that is, um, that is caused by external factors. hmm But the number one hair loss that I see that is affecting African-American women is a scarring hair loss, which is the medical term for that is cicatricial hair loss. That's the number one thing that I am seeing in African-American women. And the majority of time, it's not their fault. Now, there are different things that trigger that type of hair loss. You know, when we're braiding too tight or when we're over-relaxing, you know, Mm -hmm. those type of things it may trigger that type of hair loss if those cells are already there because it's an inflammatory type of hair loss. So if those cells are already there, those type of things can trigger that type of hair loss. But, you know, my my number one thing is that, you know, we have to, we have to, as black women, we have to hold ourselves accountable, you Mm -hmm. know, when it comes to hair loss too, as well. It's, you know, to what we are, you know, what we are saying that is important to us.
0: Sometimes, do you think it's uh, a miscommunication, lack of knowledge, miseducation of hair loss when it comes to the consumers and the stylists? Basically, that the consumer goes to the store, buys products to grow their hair, slap a wig on, whatever it may be. Um, But as far as the the um, hey, I lost my train of thought. Sorry. As far as the um, stylists, they throw the wigs on with well, no problem. Um, don't tell the consumer that they have any hair loss issues or anything. Do you think that it's just a lack of knowledge, a lack of communication, it's a miseducation, all way through?
1: I think it's a combination of both. Um, I think it's a combination of lack of knowledge and education on everyone's part, including you know, the providers, the medical community, you know, Mm -hmm. there's so many assumptions about what causes our hair loss. And so they're not educated, so because they're not educated, they're not gonna give you um, a proper, sometimes you won't get a proper diagnosis Mm -hmm. because, um, you know, unless they've had training in that area in hair loss, they're just gonna go probably by maybe like a, a standard form of treatment. Mm-hmm. and so I think it's a combination of that I think it's a combination of the consumer and the stylist I think it's sometimes um, I, I I feel like I don't I don't think any stylist goes out and you know they don't want to help their clients with hair loss I think sometimes they don't know what to do you know they just haven't been properly educated mm-hmm. and you know when it comes to the 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 consumer, I feel that the consumer also, you know, plays a part as well because I go back to say again that, you know, sometimes they they won't style over the health of the hair, but at the same time it's up to the stylist. I feel that, you know, it's their responsibility to say that, you know, not that this style is bad, but you're just not a candidate for this particular style. So I just think it's a combination of things.
0: Okay. Can you discuss the specific challenges and solutions for hair breakage in the American, African American community?
1: The challenges. Yes. There's, you know, we're we're in this we're in this era of everything, um, you know, a lot of things being natural. We're in this era of that, you know, we don't wanna we don't really really wanna I don't know if we don't want to spend money for our hair. We just want to be carefree, you know, when it comes to our hairstyling.
0: What do you mean by that?
1: Because if I, I, I give you a prime example, I have I had a hair loss client to go on a trip, like maybe like six, six or seven other women. Mm-hmm. And she said when she went on the trip, she said she was the only person that had, you know, hair that wasn't in lots of braids you know, natural styles. And and I don't think anything's wrong with those type of styles. But again, you know, uh, many times we get those kind of styles because we don't want to do anything to our hair. Mm -hmm. And because we don't want to do anything to our hair, you know, it causes other, you know, scalp problems and other things to, you know, develop. So I, I think because we're, like I said, in this area of, you know, natural and, you know, carefree, That, you know, it's causing these things that we're seeing as far as, you know, breakage, the scalp conditions, you know, that we're seeing because of, you know, the era that we're in when it comes to.
0: This episode was brought to you by the Kinky Hair Culture Podcast, where we interview the people that makes the natural hair products for you and the people behind the chair. If this episode or any of the other episodes add value to you, please hit time out and share with three people to help them on their natural hair journey and follow us on all podcast platforms and all social media sites, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, you name it.
1: You know, our hair practices.
0: So there's a lot of hair products out there and a lot of hair products "Quote unquote," cater to the scalp needs. Is it safe? Is it really safe to put products on our scalp? Like grease, they got scalp um, oils. Is that really good f- for our scalps, or is just a myth?
1: Um, it's it's really a myth. I, I mean, I never put oil or anything you know on my scalp. You don't you don't need grease you know, oil on your scalp, your scalp, a lot of times your scalp, you know, produces its own, you know, natural oils, you know, you may need things for, you know, hydration. I think what happens is that, you know, we've gotten really away from the care of hair. Like, even when you go to salons and different places, you know, people are not shampooing anymore. Yes. The health of the hair starts at the bowl. Uh Uh-huh. And so if the health of the hair starts at the bowl, if you do everything that you need at the bowl, mm-hmm. you, will, you will need less products. Mm. But, you know, we've, we've gotten away from, you know, the health of the hair. You know, I, I always feel like if, if I got to shampoo and condition my own hair, why do I need a professional? If I got to come with my hair already shampooed? Yes. And and that's... I, don't, I don't need a professional
0: and that's going around heavy. This is, I don't know what happened after the pandemic, <laughs> but so once the pandemic, and it's still kind of, you know, we're still going through our challenges and stuff. Right. But baby, these people, it's like, you just can't get them to do anything. They just like, come as you are. Just right. come sit in the chair. I had seen one video where there was this lady, she had white flakes coming out her hair, mm-hmm. and the stylist was like, she could have came with a hair washed better than when she's coming now I gotta braid over this
1: oh my god wait a minute what are you what are you talking about yeah no that's why there's so much deregulation you know and everything that you know that's going around mm-hmm. but if you like I said the um everything that as far as the health of the hair takes place at the bowl if you're skipping that that's why you're having to use you know so many products. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. So let's get into your brand. Okay. You said you was
1: awesome. Tell us about your book. Oh my God. This is like so awesome. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. My book, um, How to Dominate the Market in the Hair Loss Industry is a book that I wrote teaching beauty professionals how to um, generate $10,000 per month um, using, you know, trichology, helping people and, you know, growing people's hair and growing their revenue at the same time. Mm-hmm. And when I wrote that book, um, I put my heart into that book because I want. I knew um, when I first got into the industry, it was hard for me to, you know, just um, get the help that I need needed. And so um, I had a very, very, you know, good year starting out. And I, I really wanted to share with beauty professionals that You know, it's possible to do something you love and then, you know, make money at the same time. Because what I feel like that happens many times is that, you know, in the beauty industry, you know, people spend so much, you know, time behind the chair. And at the end, they don't even have anything to show for, you know, so many, you know, thousands and millions of dollars have gone through their hands. And at the end, they have, you know, nothing at all to show for it. And what I wanted to do was, you know, put a book together to, you know, actually give beauty professionals um, the business part of growing your, you know, trichology business from a perspective of someone that has gone through it, you know, that has, you know, made the revenue. I don't teach anything that I haven't done, you know? So. um, I'm glad
0: you said this because a lot of people, I have interviewed and talked to people that have an actual hair school. Mm -hmm. I talked to cosmetologists, Barb, everybody. And the number one thing they say they don't teach the educational part of business inside of their school. So a book like this would be great because even though it's a different type of field, it's the same field, but um, you can be able to understand how to once the day you decide to leave the chair, You get on your feet and say, you know what? I'm going to go out here. I know how to make money this way. I know how to educate people. Even if it's just a nonprofit organization, I know how to educate people. So I'm glad you got a book like this.
1: Yeah. So, you know, when it comes to, you know, when it comes to hair loss, you can find information about hair loss anywhere.
0: Mm -hmm. But,
1: you know, my thing is that I want you to have the, the theory, but I also want you to have the implementation skills as well. You know, so
0: yeah look education is very very important so I thank you for that because there's not a lot of education after that it's like you got to go out and hit the floor and figure it out because a lot of people are trying to get from behind a the chair they just don't know how to
1: absolutely and your absolutely. book tells that and where can we find this book you can find the book um, you can actually go to my website beritajohnson.com b-e-u r-e-n-a johnson.com my book is currently there Um, if you order from my website you'll be able to um, get an autographed copy you know from me you can um, find it as well on amazon as well Um, it it was amazon number one bestseller so um, you can find it there as well okay it
0: also said that you have a school of business Please tell us about that.
1: So it's a Tricology School of Business, and it teaches just like you were saying before that you know people are not getting the the business piece or the implementation piece. Um, at my school, I do teach that piece. I do do the education, and you know I do teach the business part too as well because I want them to, you know, I, they're they're investing a lot into their career, and I want them to, you know, leave the school and, you know, be able to start making money right away when they leave the school. And so So, we have the um, Tricology School of Business, and we also um, offer a diploma. Um, We're licensed by the state, so we offer a diploma in tricology. It's not a certificate, we offer a diploma.
0: Okay. And where's the establishment located? So we're a post-secondary
1: school. We're located in Martinez, Georgia. Okay. What are some of
0: the other things that you teach inside your school?
1: Um, so, you know, we teach, you know, the basic um, anatomy, you know, physiology. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that, um, that the students really like is, you know, we teach a, um, a part on, you know, the psychology piece, um, the psychotherapy piece, of dealing with clients that have hair loss because people don't realize that there's a psychotherapy piece. You're right. You know, when it comes to dealing with people with hair loss, um, one of the things we do is, you know, because I run a hair hospital, my clients, my students, actually, you know, see, you know, full circle what it is to actually run a, you know, a full hair loss, you know, management clinic they're able to see that they're able to work in it you know when they come they actually do hair loss clients Mm. and um i hold nothing back because i want them to be successful i want them to be successful
0: i appreciate you because this way each student has opportunities once they hit the floor they can go out there and besides profit really take time out to educate because education is the key because we're lost. A lot of us out here are lost. And the more education, the better. So I appreciate you on that. You said that you run a hospital, a hair hospital. Let's get into that. What do you mean?
1: So when I say hair hospital, we run, um, we have um, an office called the hair and scalp treatment centers. And we run a full, um, it's a medical setting. So when you come in, you know, we'll do a full analysis. You know, it's set up just like a, um, a medical facility. We have a nurse on hand as well. Um, there's another trichologist. There's two trichologists on my team um, that works in the office as well. So you go through a whole, um, there's there's two visits. So you go through a whole entire assessment where we're, you know, finding out what it is, you know, that's causing you to lose your hair. You know, we, we have a different test that we use different types of tests, um, mineral analysis test, um, we test for inflammation, those type of things. So by the time we're done, 99% of the time, we're gonna know what's causing your hair loss. And then for my findings, we develop a treatment therapy or treatment plan to let you know, hey, this is why you're losing your hair, and this is what can be done you know, to regrow your hair. And we have everything under one roof. They don't have to go anywhere, you know, else to get anything done. Like, you know, they're getting their their services done here, their treatment protocols, but we also have, you know, someone that does natural hair too as well for the hair loss client. So they don't have to, you know, we do have p- people that come in and they will, you know, get their treatments and go to their stylist, but we also, you know, have a place on campus where you know they can get their hair styled as well
0: okay you said something very interesting earlier the psychological part. okay can you share insights on the psychological impact of hair related issues and how your school can address these concerns in the content of african-american clients
1: well the reason that um that um we can um identify and address these things is because it's something that um we focus on inside of the school when it comes to um i I tell people all the time this is the the easiest way to explain it for me when when a woman loses her hair it's it's a true loss Mm -hmm. um it's kind of like when you know when you if you go through breast cancer and you you know, you've lost a breast. That's a true loss. Mm -hmm. You know, it it, is kind of, I identify it kind of like when a man, he's lost his libido. When he's lost his libido, he thinks he's finished, he's done. Mm -hmm. And so it's the same thing with hair loss. They are experiencing a loss and you have to let them have their moment. Mm -hmm. You know, even when they're going through the consultation, there's little things that I teach my students to do that shows respect for the woman, mm. and those little things uh, it 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 helps with their self esteem. It shows them that we care. You know, they're just not a number. We're not throwing a product on them. That you know, sometimes they come into office and they cry, and you got to let them have a moment. You know, when they go through. That. Yes. And and one thing that I'm proud of um, as um, being the founder of the Hair and Scout Treatment Center and been the founder of the Tricology School of Business is that we've changed the status quo for African-American women. We've had women come in here for that have had hair loss for, and that's normally the people we work with, they've had hair loss, I mean, for years, okay. 10, 15, 20 years. And, you know, the doctor has said that their hair will not grow back. And we've changed that for them. We've regrown their hair. And that's such a rewarding feeling to see that, you know, I'm helping somebody that that, that looks like me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, making a difference in women's lives that look like me. That's rewarding for me. Uh, and, and, I, and I don't do this alone. I have a, like I said, I have a whole team. I mean, I couldn't do this alone. Mm-hmm. But just, you know, just changing the lives of African-American women. Mm -hmm.
0: Have you had a client or come
1: in and
0: you give them a regimen? This is what I need for you to do. Have you had anyone that was stubborn and was like, you know, I'm gonna cut this regimen in half some kind of way, because I don't have the time, patience or anything really to do this, even though I want to grow hair. How do you handle a situation that occurs?
1: Well, normally, and I, I can only say there's probably, um, my hair recovery rate, I would say it's probably 95%. Mm-hmm. And of the 5% that, you know, that don't have recovery, I, I think it has to be a mindset, mm-hmm. you know, thing. Sometimes, when I first got into hair loss, I wanted to save everybody, but you can't save everybody. You can only save those who want to be saved. Mm-hmm. and yes. if we do what we can to support but it has to be our, our job can't we can't be successful if they're not um, if they're not in the right mindset and they're not going to be contributing you know to their own well-being mm-hmm. so you know if a person if, if I have to beg and plead i I won't beg and plead (laughs) because you gotta you gotta want this just as much as i want this for you
0: yes exactly you're right so you know
1: when it we we do what we can to support but if we see that they are not and and that's too part of our agreement that we have with them you know you can't miss appointments because you don't want to come or you don't feel like it you know we hold them accountable And then we, you know, we reserve the right to remove them from the program, you know, if they are not, you know, abiding by the things that we suggest.
0: Have you done that before?
1: We have. Remove somebody. We (laughs) have. We have. We've, um, we've, we've had to warn people. I haven't really, um, like, dismissed anyone, Mm but- had to warn a few people you know to let them know that you know we mean business and um you know they they you know they regrouped and got back on board so um but like i said we 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 spend most of our time supporting you know we know it's not easy that's why i i don't try to do it alone i do it with a team because everybody comes to the table with a different set of skills you know um i'm um, carolyn our nurse miss abraham um miss um Miss um, Vera, everybody comes to the table with a different skill set and I couldn't do this you know without those ladies you know lifting me up
0: that's awesome when you have a team that's very supportive Yes, that is very awesome wow do you want to like tell each person's role
1: you said two was nurse what was the other two? So we have um, Carolyn. Um, she's a she was a breast cancer um, navigator formerly. Before she came here, she she's a Carolyn. I think she's a 15 year breast cancer survivor. So wow. she worked with breast health um, as an RN at Doctors Hospital before she came on our team, and she's the health and wellness expert. As long as you know, she works with them with nutrition. And um, it's myself, and I see you know people as far as you know on the consulting part, and you know over, overseeing the different types of therapy. Mm-hmm. We have Miss Miss um, um, Abraham. She's one of my graduates as well. She's lead trichologist here, and um, then we have Miss Vera. Um, she is a trichologist here as well too. That's you know that's on the team. Um, we have Latasha that's a, um, you know, um, she's a receptionist as well. Mm-hmm. So she works a little behind the scenes.
0: Everybody got a major role to play in order for right. to be yeah. successful yeah. for There's everybody. I in team, right? Yes. Look, you're right about that. <laughs> There's you're no I team. Strong, strong, strong team.
1: So yes. Yes. that's all right. And, and then the number one thing I love is everybody is, you know, everybody's saved. That's what I That's what (laughs) I love. Y'all love the Lord, so
0: that's all right. It sounds like uh, a warm welcoming place when you come in there.
1: Absolutely. As soon as
0: you walk in that door, it's like I I need help, and y'all say, "Come on, baby, it's okay. Come right over here. We got you." Exactly. Yes. We love love and
1: nurture over here. So
0: yes, and that's what people need when they're going through something. So I thank
1: you for that. Absolutely. Do
0: you have any advice to give someone who wants to get help but don't know how to
1: for their hair loss? I would um, I would suggest that they seek a person that um, you know if they can get holistic care Mm -hmm. I I think that um, ends up being better in the long run and if you know they research the person and you know look at their testimonials you know people they've worked with you know do your research
0: uh-huh.
1: um, the number one thing that I would say is don't take your um don't ignore it and also get a second a third and a fourth opinion you know if you feel that you know the first and second is um it's not an accurate diagnosis, or okay. um, because because what I find with people that I work with is that one person, and they would start off with a spot maybe like the size of a quarter, and because one person told them that there's nothing they can do, many times it has been you know a medical professional or a dermatologist. I'm not all medical professionals, not all dermatologists. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm not anti. You know medical professional dermatologist but what I'm saying is be an advocate for your own care demand an accurate diagnosis alopecia is not a diagnosis you know you need to know what type of hair loss you have so alopecia just mean hair loss it means hair loss or hair thinning it's not a diagnosis so you need to make sure that you get a proper diagnosis and when you get a proper diagnosis just get get different opinions, get different viewpoints. That would be my advice.
0: Well, I appreciate you so much for taking time out your day.
1: Look, we've been trying to get <laughs> in contact. We, we have. we very busy. I love doing things like this. This is, you know, two things are my superpower. growing people's hair and teaching beauty professionals, you know, how to grow their clients' hair is my um, superpowers. And I love doing things like this. Thank you so much for thinking of me and reaching Take out care. to me and you know, just finding value in what I do, I do appreciate it.
0: Well, thank you. And before I let you go, I always play a game. Which one has to go, okay? And okay. and in your field, it don't have to go, but you can use less of, okay? Because these are equipment, all right? Okay. Uh, hair steamer, loss scalp analysis machine a scalp detection machine or a scalp massager
1: which one has to go
0: you don't really technically don't have to go mm-hmm. you put it to the side because I know sometimes you have to use certain equipment in order to get the job done right okay.
1: so what were the second two
0: okay I'm going to repeat it one is a massager Okay. One is a scalp detection machine, and one is a hair loss scalp skin analyzer machine.
1: I would say the massager. Why? Because I don't need a massager. I can use my hands to massage. I, look,
0: I know right. <laughs> If I needed that, I could use
1: my hands. I can go back to old school and use my hands.
0: You're right. Hands, look. <laughs> Your hands will help out, yes. Help stimulate the hair growth, yes. Nice. You're right about that. <laughs> I will leave all your links at the end of this episode so people can click, learn, go to your school. Is there, if it's okay with you, can I leave your um, email address? So, in this case, someone has a question, they would like to come
1: to your school, and you know, will you be able to oh, educate them? Oh, absolutely. Um, I can send you my link. So you have the proper links for the hair scalp treatment centers. Thank you, emails, thank you. And I can send you one for the school too, as well. That way they'll get to the proper person and make sure that I get, you know, the information. But yes, absolutely.
0: Thank you. I appreciate you. I hope this is not the last time I talk to you.
1: No, it won't be. <laughs> it won't be. <laughs> and thank We're connected you. connected for life now.
0: <laughs> yes. I always believe. Okay, I don't collect people, I connect with people because collecting people you throwing them away. I col no, uh-uh, I connect. Okay. Okay, I love it, I love it. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you, and Thank again you. next time. Bye, guys. I got a Jerry curl. Thirteen, and I got a relaxing. I wasn't source so much laughter. Fifteen it all broke off. Eighteen and I went on natural drill. I went on to did what I had to do, oh, because it was time to change my life to become the woman that I am inside. 97 dreadlocks all gone.